0: Blood sugar, blood sugar, blood sugar, glucose. You've seen these trackers. Everyone's talking about it. We got books coming out. We're listening on the podcast across the board. Now, let me tell you something. Ain't no one talking about the best supplements out there for your blood sugar, the best research supplements. And guess what? Today, I'm going to give you my top picks. Now, let's get into it. Well, all right. Welcome to Heal Thyself. Hey, thank you. Thank you for stopping and taking the time of your day, right? giving your attention. That is the most valuable resource you can possibly give your attention to this really powerful episode that we have coming today. And I'm very excited. In this knowledge bomb, it's a response to so many DMs. A lot of people asking me, okay, Dr. G, I feel like I know some hacks around my blood sugar. I know that I kind of maybe just have to drink a little vinegar before or a little shot of vinegar. Learned that from Glucose Goddess on the show that was a few shows back. Uh, But I feel like I want something more long-term or something easier to take. What are the top supplements? I'm hearing a lot of that. So I've gathered some of the best supplements for your fasting blood sugar after meal blood sugar and your HbA1c. That is over three months, your blood sugar. Very important, especially because imbalanced blood sugar leads to so many issues in the body. Balancing your blood sugar, your metabolic health is a top, 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 top tier to physical and even some mental health. So you're not going to want to miss this part. You're not going to want to miss these recommendations. This is coming from White Coat and I'm putting on my medical hat and giving you my best recommendations. Also, man, we have Dr. Singh from Timeline Nutrition coming in. He's a medical doctor who's so involved in the research of the constituents, the most healthy healing constituents that we find in foods. So foods from blueberries to nuts, to apples, to pineapples, to pomegranates. He's doing the research on finding out what constituents in there are particularly effective and helpful and how are they gonna be changing our lives. Now, one of the constituents that have been found are in pomegranates. And this constituent has been a golden ingredient because it's across the board helping our cells, better cellular health better mitochondrial health reducing inflammation in the body better brain health better muscle health and athletic performance this is amazing stuff you're not going to want to miss that part too so without further ado let us get to this knowledge bomb for heal myself oh my goodness blood sugar has been on fire everyone wants to know about blood sugar thank you glucose goddess for coming on the show twice She really uh, has been setting the tone and making blood sugar sexy. Now, this is not just something we are new to talking about. A lot of us have been talking about the implications of diabetes or pre-diabetes on our overall health. So before we even get to a pre-diabetic state, it's really important over the years to understand how you're reacting to certain foods. Now, remember, there's many different factors that arise in your own bio-individual expression of What makes your blood sugar rise and what makes your blood sugar stable, right? So a bowl of oatmeal for me might be fine. For you, it might spike your insulin. So really important is to understand how you feel. What are the signs that your blood sugar is elevated? What are the signs that it's normal and imbalanced? So when we eat a meal, our blood sugar goes up, right? So every, it's not only just meals, it's also when we work out, when we're stressed, when we're having poor sleep. Blood sugar is a really important indicator of what's going on in our body. Now, insulin is the hormone secreted by the beta cells in the pancreas that helps lower, you don't wanna keep sugar in your blood vessels. That's a problem, right? If you put sugar water in a really delicate tube with delicate lining on the inside, just like the inside of our blood vessels, it's gonna degrade, it's gonna eat it away over time. So insulin is what's bringing all of that sugar into the cells, and I'm sorry for all of you, those of you who work in this field or know this already, but just a quick lesson, right? Insulin is what gives a permission for the blood sugar, the sugar in the blood to get into the cells and the cells ultimately create energy and you live. It is the basis foundation of being a human, right? Now, when we are eating too much food that is processed, that is keeps spiking our blood sugar, that keeps spiking insulin to be released, when we're eating a crappy diet overall, when we're super stressed, when we smoke, when we're not exercising, we have a really poor lifestyle and a really poor diet, what's happening is that our cells become resistant to that insulin, the insulin resistance. And so too begins the process of prediabetes into diabetes. Now, if you're into diabetes, it's a problem. It is a common chronic disease that reduces your lifespan, reduces your uh, quality of life. So we want to make sure we're getting on top of this early. So here are some symptoms of having elevated blood sugar. You're having an increased amount of thirst, always having a dry mouth. You find yourself needing to pee frequently. You're constantly tired. You can start experiencing some blurred vision, even unintentional weight loss. And if you see recurrent infections, like yeast infections, thrush in the mouth, bladder infections. It's really telling us that your blood sugar is elevated too long for prolonged amount of times, and you're suffering. You may become insulin resistant over time. Now, what are some things that imbalance your blood sugar? I mentioned it's not just eating unhealthy foods. It's chronic stress. Even if you have an illness or a cold, that'll disrupt your blood sugar. Eating too much, even snacking between meals, not working out, being dehydrated also does so too. We also find that Certain medications could even elevate your blood sugar. So you see there's multiple factors. It's not just diet, but diet is a major one. You got to get your diet right, and you have to know how you're being affected by your blood sugar. So when it comes to balancing your blood sugar, it's very important, as I mentioned, diet is the king. Knowing that you're eating high-fiber food, high-protein food, not having processed carbohydrates or processed foods in general, Cooking with oils like coconut oil or olive oil or avocado oil and staying away from those highly processed oils will play a role. Not adding sugar or drinking fruit juices, things like that. They're always going to affect your blood sugar, right? You want to make sure you're moving more, getting good sleep. If you're not sleeping right and you're not eating right, that's a surefire way to have elevated blood sugar. In fact, they found folks who sleep poorly or under sleep, have elevated blood sugar, sort of like a pre-diabetic state, the next day. You wanna quit smoking and you wanna have a practice where you slow down, you calm down, you get back to your body. Very, very, very important. So with all of that said, people have been asking what are the best supplements? Which one should I look for when I go on the swell score and look for the best supplements, right? Well, here are the best evidence-based supplements for reducing and balancing, supporting your blood sugar. Now I will say, talk to your doctor before any of this. It's very important. Or if you're pregnant, very important, talk to your doctor. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us want to look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier and you want something truly effective that is safe, Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best, and they're always at health events, and people are loving them, and their quality. so if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alitura Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed, and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? And Experience Approved is not only delicious, C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. There was a study in the Diabetes Spectrum Journal, and they pulled the evidence for different types of supplements or natural remedies. And uh, it was a really good one. You can check it out. We'll link it on the show. But when it comes to the natural remedies, I want you to understand, they're not as deeply studied as you're going to see a pharmaceutical be deeply studied. Um because there's not really much money to be made from them, right? You can't really scale and market and make money from nature like that, right? So they're not gonna put money into the funding. So I want you to understand that the evidence, although some have more, I wish there was tons more evidence so we can sit here surefire away and say, here is the best natural substance, supplement, for diabetes or better fasting blood glucose. But with what we have, the data out there, I'm going to tell you which ones are some of the best. Number one, but in no particular order, alpha lipoic acid has been found to reduce fasting blood glucose and also improves insulin sensitivity in the body. It's also been studied and shown to improve something called diabetic neuropathy. This is when I said when sugar floating around the blood vessels can affect that blood vessel. It can also affect the nerves. And with neuropathy, you feel numbness and tingling in the hands and the feet, especially in the tips. So alpha lipoic acid has been shown at about 600 to 1,800 milligrams daily to help with diabetic neuropathy for about three to five weeks. So that's one of my favorites. I actually used to use ALA for alpha lipoic acid for neuropathy when I worked in cancer. So if you're pre-diabetic or looking at your blood sugar and it's consistently high, not yet pre-diabetic but worried about it, or if you're diabetic, this is something to talk to your doctor about. Berberine is one of my favorite ones. I've seen this work, actually. It was one of my go-tos in clinic. Uh, There was a meta-analysis, really high-level study that showed significant reduction in fasting and postprandials after eating blood glucose and HbA1c. That's over three months blood sugar versus just lifestyle interventions, right? So taking berberine has been shown to reduce all of those parameters Instead of just you know working out more or reducing smoking, so berberine, berberine, berberine. It's actually uh, been head to head with metformin and has been shown to be as effective as metformin, which is a go-to drug for diabetes. Chromium is an OG. It's a mineral. It's an OG for blood sugar. It's cheap and accessible. We see that it increases your sensitivity to insulin. So if you're seeing or there's evidence of There's some insulin resistance going on. This might be one of your go-tos. It also lowers HbA1c, as I mentioned what that is before, and fasting blood glucose. Again, you wanna talk to your doctor before taking this, especially something that can build up over time. You wanna make sure. Some studies with chromium have shown no effect. That's the thing. A lot of them have shown high efficacy for people who had poor nutritional status and low chromium levels to begin with. So again, go back to your doctor. One of my favorite ones, easy, accessible, it's right there, cassia cinnamon. It's something you can add into your oatmeal in the mornings or add into your breakfast some way somehow in the mornings. You can add it to your dinners as a spice. You can do whatever you want with it, really. Cassia, you can make a drink with it. You can make a hot chocolate with it. Uh, cassia cinnamon is fantastic. Uh, it's cheap. It lowers blood glucose. It's generally regarded as safe. You want to make sure you talk to your doctor if you're on any blood thinners. Fenugreek, another pretty well-studied uh, supplement for blood glucose, has been shown to reduce fasting blood sugar after eating postprandial, and HbA1c, a little less significant, but the first two more significant. You can get it in a powder, seed, capsule, and even different herbal modalities like a tincture. Another one of my favorite is ginseng. I like ginseng because it not only acts as an adaptogen in helping the adrenal with stress, and we know elevated cortisol can elevate the blood sugar, right? They're just kind of going hand in hand the more stressed you are. So This is sort of like a one-two punch. Ginseng is going to be able to help you with your energy, help you nourishing the adrenals, help connect between the brain, the cortisol, and the adrenals, and has been shown to reduce blood glucose. So they found in one study that three grams for 12 weeks uh, may potentially lower fasting blood glucose at a significant level, but it didn't have a change in HbA1c. Um, But no study has been shown that if you take more than three grams, there's an added benefit. But ginseng is, is I would definitely talk to your doctor about that one. If you're looking, if you're stressed and your glucose is elevated, it might be a good one to punch. Prickly pear, you ever hear of this one? You can actually purchase it in the supermarket, some supermarkets. It's got a high content of soluble fiber and it's got something called pectin, which is really nourishing to the gut. And it actually may affect how the intestines uptake. They suck up glucose And actually, if you take too much, can actually cause a hypoglycemic effect. It's pretty strong. A single dose of 300 grams of steamed prickly pear, cactus, it's a cactus, when you add it to a high-carbohydrate meal, let's say you have a bunch of rice and some beans, uh, has been shown to decrease postprandial blood glucose after eating this is a food you can add into high-carbohydrate meals and not just take as a supplement. Remember, we want to get creative. You don't just want to take a bunch of capsules, We maybe add it in as a food. So prickly pear cactus, another one. Another study about prickly pear, it was a Mexican study, showed that this cactus, which is actually common in Mexican cuisine, has been shown to reduce postprandial blood glucose by 20 to 48%. That's very significant. Uh, it's not known, again, as I mentioned, if it can be used to lower HbA1c levels, but There you go. Flaxseed. We know about this one. This is another interesting one. At a dose of 10 to 60 grams orally per day for 48 weeks, uh, whole flaxseed has been shown to reduce insulin resistance and improve insulin sensitivity, reducing an average blood glucose reduction of six milligrams per deciliter with no change in HbA1c. So again, Six milligrams per deciliter is pretty significant, especially if it's elevated and elevated and elevated. Maybe we'll see more studies over time if it affects HbA1c, so we know that it, on average over the three months is still keeping your blood sugar low and low, especially if you're consuming it regularly. To note, it seems that the greatest consumption was with whole flaxseed rather than flaxseed oil. Some honorable mentions that we don't yet see enough studies, but I've actually used these in... My clinical practice years ago and have seen anecdotally people do much better with their blood sugar is bitter melon, which you may be um, aware of. Uh, Bitter melon, I believe it comes from India. Really powerful one. And the same with gymnema, G-Y-M-N-E-M-A. Both of those really powerful. So all of the ones that I mentioned have been shown in the research to reduce either fasting blood glucose, postprandial after eating, or HbA1c over the span of three months. And it's something to think about, right? We we think about the diet stuff. I know you heard a lot about the diet stuff of balancing your blood sugar. I know you heard a lot about the exercise. Obviously, the drinking and the smoking is going to affect it. But now that we wanted to talk about the supplements because they play a major role. Because when you're balancing and coming back to your health, right, you may need the help or the handholding of a really good supplement. So talk to your doctor Especially if you're pregnant. Uh, But talk to your doctor if you start any of these. Make sure you find the one that is right for you. Uh, But know that I've seen these in practice work really well. So there you have it. My favorite supplements to use if your blood sugar is elevated, if you have insulin resistance, if you're pre diabetic, or even if you're diabetic. Remember, SWELL score holds the best curated supplements across the board. It's not just supplements. It's all these products. We have baby products. We have uh, stuff for your home. We have cosmetics, beauty, everything. Uh, But when it comes to supplements, check there first. It's handpicked. We chose the best of the best. Actually, I was behind much of this. And let's get back to supporting companies that are doing right by us. So yeah, check out Swell Score, And I really hope that this Knowledge Bomb segment helped you and your blood sugar. All right, everyone. What a special guest we have today. Listen, it's not often I have the pleasure of interviewing someone in another country, but we're having a call all the way from Switzerland. And guess what? We got Dr. Singh of MitoPure. It's amazing stuff. This is do, do, You heard me talk about MitoPure. And I've been talking about it for a long time. And it's one of the best products. It's one of the only five products I use every single day. We're going to go into that product a little bit later. But today we're going to talk about living longer, feeling better in your body, longevity, thriving. We're going to go a little bit into the gut microbiome. We're going to talk about the power of food medicine, all of the things for us to feel better long-term so we can be here for not only our children, our grandchildren, run around with them and just be thriving and radiant. Welcome to the show, doc. Well,
1: thanks for having me on your show, Dr. G.
0: Yes, 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 my man. Okay, listen, right from the get-go, and we were talking about this on air and it's something that blew your mind away and it just really blew me away. Mm-hmm. The- constituents that are in the everyday healthiest foods, can they in research scientifically be theoretically more powerful than even some pharmaceuticals?
1: Well, uh, a lot of uh, research over the last two decades is kind of pointing to that. uh, And uh, nutrition science has for long ignored sort of the right, uh, you know, cogwheels. Uh, How about they went about doing the proper research? And one of the reasons why a lot of people, you know, everybody takes vitamin C, but nobody knows how much actually gets absorbed. You know, everybody's taking a gram, but where is it going and how is it working on your immune cells? Uh, the science hasn't been studied well enough. And and I think that's where really bringing the deep sort of uh, biotech approach to nutrition, uh, that's what I have been doing for the last good part of two decades. And that unlocks nutrients that are powerful than a lot of modern medicines. And if You take them and harness them early on in your life, you can go on live a very healthy, long lifespan and health span.
0: So, th- so this is actually what, what you all did with urolithin A, right? It was the pomegranates con- containing that constituent and sort of like through biotech science taking that out, mm-hmm. concentrating it, and finding mm-hmm. some really powerful benefits, correct?
1: Yeah, th- that was uh. When we started out, gosh, 15 years back, the idea was to deconstruct some of the fruits and you know, and nuts and things like this in our diet that have always been associated with a health benefit. And so we started taking a look at things like pomegranate and, and berries and nuts. Uh, and it turned out, for example, the pomegranate has close to 1,000 bioactive compounds. Now, one could argue that you, they all need to be together in, in, in sort of a whole food, whole fruit sort of uh, matrix. Right. But when we started studying it, um, we, we found very quickly that th- there was a certain class of uh, uh, bioactives called elegitannins that w- were key. And and it was not even the elegitanins. It's, it was really the gut microbiome digestion of these elegitanins that led, led to uh, what we'll discuss about that was responsible for the health benefits. Mm.
0: W- which, as we start now playing into it, you have these constituents that are in food. Um, obviously mm-hmm. at a lower dose than we find when they're extracted and put mm-hmm. into a really powerful product. Mm-hmm. But the role of the microbiome, do they ex- accentuate the power of the constituents mm-hmm. in the food uh, through time? And and are those molecules becoming more, uh, more impactful in our body because of it?
1: Absolutely. Spot on. Uh, so that's exactly what gut, um, the gut microbiome is. These are trillions of uh, you know, bacteria that have existed for centuries in a sort of a healthy relationship with the host, which is us uh, humans. And, and what they do basically is they need their nourishment from our diet. So, uh, you know, um, things like prebiotics of so fiber uh, is very key for, for it's like the food for these what we call probiotics or the gut microbiome, and we need to fit the probiotics feed them. But ultimately, what they sort of harness the diet that we are giving them and and then the nutrients that they're releasing, um, which we now call it, as postbiotics, are of a benefit to us as the human health. And that's what we've been studying. Mm.
0: So, you know, you mentioned some fruits and nuts, and and I feel like there's a reason mm-hmm. we, we're talking about these. In, in your research, what have mm-hmm. been some of the most powerful foods for our health, for longevity, for thriving, for inflammation, for all the things? We, have you found... There to be maybe top three or five foods that you go, oh, yeah, no, this is something we should all be consuming.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, 20 years back, I started studying uh, pineapples. Um, I, I had uh, one of my mentors was uh, sort of the ideology. He was a naturopath and he was trying to study all the waste that people would throw uh, when they eat the pineapples, right. the stem. And he, he found this compound long back called bromelin, that is present only in this in the stem of these um uh, pineapples that everybody throws away, had was a very potent enzyme called that is bromelain. And, and we started studying in asthma patients how it was good at breaking mucus. And it was almost as good as probably the top-of-the-line uh, pharmaceutical drug. And and so I still tell people to eat a lot of pineapple and, and not throw away the waste. And, and from there, we went to sort of the pomegranates and berries, So things like raspberry and things like walnuts and pecans, these are very rich sources of the the polyphenols. So these are complex uh, nutrients in our diet, uh, also in pomegranates, and that's why we started looking at it. Um, So, yeah, these would be my top four. And and the other one that I have studied a lot in my career is is the apple. Uh, The appeal of the apples has a lot of... Uh, What we call flavonoids, and and these flavonoids are some extremely potent compounds. Mm. So that those would be probably pineapple, apple, pomegranate, berry, raspberry, and nuts would be probably the top five. It's and of course, yeah, it's
0: perfect coming coming from nature. We can integrate into our breakfast. We can have Mm. as a snack. You know, we can just have it throughout the day. And and we all who doesn't love a good pineapple, unless you know you have an allergy or something. But so back to the pineapple. You mentioned the stem. A lot of us cut around the stem and we throw it away. How do we eat the stem? It's it's, it's hard. How do we get that bromelain from it? Do we juice it?
1: Yeah, I think that's how... Um, so a lot of the stem goes, gets thrown away, and a lot of clever people take the stem and, and they juice it out and they get the bromelain, and that's what they sort of sell uh, ultimately after purifying the bromelain out. Uh, so, yeah, you could... Uh, it's hard. And so a lot of people just throw it away. It's bitter. Uh, a lot of good things are bitter. yeah. Um, so people don't. Uh, and it, it's very enzymatic. So if you you know, if you ever eaten a very sort of juicy uh, pineapple, um, the enzymes kind of you, you feel it you feel the enzymatic activity. So if you eat the stem, you would even feel it more. So I you know, I think it's part of the holistic approach uh, that you could take mm-hmm. you need to eat your uh, yeah, get your Fiber from your diet to so eat a lot of fiber. Um, then you need to think about the enzymes, the things like from bromelain or pineapple that are coming. Mm-hmm. And then you need to really, you know, kind of give um, advanced nutrition, sort of uh, the cellular nutrition that we'll talk about.
0: Today. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Be- before we move to that, I want to go back to these berries because these are my favorite foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fiber essentially helping the microbiome. The the, the the flavonoids, the polyphenols. What are they doing in our body? Why are they so? Why are they always on people's top foods to eat all over the internet? What what, what beneficial effect are we seeing from them?
1: So these these polyphenols are are very potent. What we call antioxidants. So a lot of us, uh, for example, if your uh, your cells uh, accumulate what is called as oxidative stress, so they accumulate uh, what is called as free radicals, and they get damaged. And so, a lot of these antioxidants, these polyphenols, counteract. So, having a lot of them in your daily diet helps counteract uh, cellular damage. For example,
0: mm. and is that the same thing that we're seeing with the nuts that you mentioned, or are there other constituents that play a different role?
1: Yeah, the, the, you know, I, I, I think there are probably hundreds of these compounds, classes of compounds. So, you have, you know, for example, from green tea, you have the galactin, mm. the catechins. From 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 the nuts, you have the penechalogens and the ellagitannins, And so all these class of compounds, nobody has really taken a deep look into right. you know. And, and for long, people have said, oh, um, a bowl of walnuts is good for your heart uh, or a bowl of berries is good for, you know, uh, cardiovascular health and things like this. And, and that ultimately boils down to what's inside these matrix. But if you could actually figure out the D or, or a couple of the really potent bioactive compounds through through research i think the the magnitude of impact on human health will be extremely impressive
0: 100% so now let's talk about these pomegranates okay so i've loved pomegranates mm-hmm. as a kid even though it took me forever to finally eat it i always grown patient with mm-hmm. them um mm-hmm. when you hundreds of different compounds maybe even thousands where where do you isolate or even find out that urolithin is such an important part of pomegranates, and what is it doing in the form of the pomegranate when we eat it, even though if it's a low dose?
1: Yeah, so it's it, you know I, I'll try to summarize our fifteen years of research in that question. Perfect. Uh, we, we we said we'll deconstruct the pomegranate, and, and and basically what we did at the start was we went around different countries: Spain, Turkey, India in California, wherever pomegranate grows around in tropical climate. So, uh, and we juice them and, and we cut them open and we kind of made extracts just to see. And the levels are different uh, depending on if you're eating sort of Californian pomegranate versus uh, Spanish pomegranate, the levels of these polyphenols are different. And, and so we figured out that we could actually make these uh, 100% sort of extracts.
0: You know, when it comes to overall health, the little daily habits can make a huge difference Take flossing, for example. Seems like such a minor thing, right? But taking good care of your teeth and gums does way more than just prevent cavities and bad breath. Emerging research shows that it can actually support whole body health and may even prevent cognitive decline as you age. That's wild, right? That's why I'm really excited to tell you about this awesome company called Slate and their game-changing three-in-one electric flosser. It's the only product out there that flosses your teeth, massages your gums, and even scrapes your tongue to remove bacteria to promote fresher breath. I've been using the Slate Flosser for about a month now, and I'm hooked. Unlike regular floss picks that you have to jam into your mouth, this electric flosser does all the work for you with 12,000 sonic vibrations per minute, really cleaning out them gums. The innovative gum sweeps give your gums a gentle massage to increase circulation too. And let's not forget the built-in tongue scraper to help zap bad breath at the source. So to start one of the easiest and healthiest daily habits with the Slate Electric Flosser, go to slateflosser.com and use the code DRG to get 10% off of your very own flosser. That's 10% off of your easy-to-use Slate Electric Flosser at slateflosser.com slash DRG, S-L-A-T-E-F-L-O-S-S-E-R.com, and the code is DRG. You know, living a long life is great, it is. We all wanna live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research
1: But these extracts, whenever we would test them, it, you know, uh, in different matrix, they would start to behave differently in different experiments. And it actually led us to think, well, maybe it's the gut microbiome that is actually harnessing uh, from these polyphenols, these pina collagens, the molecule called urolithin A. And we started studying different populations. So we went into the French, the Canadians, even the American population. And we started giving people pomegranate juice, for example, just to see how many people would naturally make this molecule, urolithin And there was not a lot, 30 to 40% people in French actually made it, in the U.S. and Canada. You can imagine the diet is not very conducive yeah. to a lot of berries and nuts. It was even lower, like 10, 12%. And, and then we started doing experiments. And lo and behold, this particular molecule that was you know, generated by the gut microbiome, urolithin was just extending lifespan of uh, different species. It was just making them uh, fifty, sixty percent more enduring. And so we started taking a deeper look then mm. on urate. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so was it was it not coming from the microbiome then, and and it was already inherent in the pomegranate at a high level?
1: No. So your so a is not found in pomegranate. Mm. It's it's the precursors are found mm-hmm. in the pomegranate. These are the elegitanins and the punicalagens the gut microbiome basically takes these very complex uh, compounds and, and 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 cleaves certain mm-hmm. uh, compounds out of it. So the simplified molecule that then goes after the digestion by the gut microbiome, that's the A mm-hmm. molecule. So it's produced by a body, but you, you won't get it directly from exposure to sort of, uh, uh, well, if you're eating the right f- fruits and nuts and you have the right gut microbiome, you will. Uh, in certain quantities
0: isn't it interesting how brilliant nature is because if you think about the pomegranate it's got some fiber it's got some polyphenols and and that's feeding the microbiome so it's actually transforming what's already in there by giving you better stronger microbiome it's like whoa is that like the craziest design of it it's is wild and i know you've seen that and i know you appreciate that but it's just so cool Mm -hmm. to hear as it's coming out and that Mm -hmm. thought coming so now we have urolithin a Right, and I remember hearing about this in school. This is even before the product that I take, but um, and we'll go into that. How powerful is it? Why? Why was that isolated as like, whoa, this has some really beneficial pieces for longevity or muscle strength or muscle endurance? And this is how I talk to everyone about it. It's like if you're working out, this is something you need right now. And then we'll go into the mitochondria.
1: Sure, yeah, absolutely. So uh, you know, our focus from the last. 15 years has been longevity research, right? So uh, in longevity space, the first time you, or first models you actually look for an effect is, is these tiny uh, worm-like creatures called C. elegans. And these are basically, they live about 20 days. And so you can actually very quickly study the effect of certain compounds. So we, we would take these polyphenols, these elegitanins that are found in the pomegranates, berries and nuts, and we would put them in the in the food of these worms and you wouldn't see much of an effect on lifespan extension or things like even mobility. But when we took this gut transform molecule, Euraltinae, the postbiotic I was telling you about, and we would put that in the diet of the, of the worms, we would see about a 50, 45% life extension. And that was the thought that, you know, um, now, if you actually look at the whole longevity space, there are a number of compounds like resveratrol or NAD modulators, or even caloric restriction, for example. This, so we, we worked very closely with the really elite top scientists around the world. And and the professor who was doing these experiments came running to our lab. He didn't know which compound we had given him. And he said, What is this particular molecule? Because it's as almost as good as caloric restriction, uh, at least on worms. And so we went from there to older uh, animal experiments where we actually dissected out in older uh, animals how giving this for six weeks was. Boosting their endurance and muscle strength, uh, strength by ten percent, endurance by close to forty, fifty percent, and from there we've done a number of clinical studies to prove that that mechanism and how it behaves uh, is similar in humans mm. as well.
0: So, so this this postbiotic that's coming from pomegranates d- mm-hmm. helped broken down and, and created in the microbiome has been shown in these animal studies early on to increase lifespan, mm-hmm. increase lifespan. You're seeing yeah. more of that. Then it's moving to the physical, the active, the muscle endurance, mm-hmm. the muscle strength. How is this mm-hmm. constituent helping our muscles? What is it doing in our muscles?
1: Very good question. So what your does is, so we all have these sort of uh, repair mechanisms in our cell and, and, and the cells have a lot of organelles, typically uh, mitochondria uh, and and the more active the cell is, the more mitochondria it has, right? So, for example, a a, a muscle cell has thousands of mitochondria because it, it requires a lot of energy. We require energy to move. We require energy to to, to do sports. And so, w- we started uh, when we saw these effects on muscle strength and endurance. Uh, we started taking a closer look at uh, mitochondria inside the, the skeletal muscle, for example. And what we found was that these mitochondria were, were turbocharged after taking uh, urolithin A. And what I mean by that is they they looked happy and, and they looked in very good, sort of a youthful state. Now, what happens to mitochondria over its lifespan is, it's so a healthy mitochondria, as it gets exposed to bad diet or UV light or stress, whatever, you know, there's so many stressors, it accumulates damage and it starts... To look crummy, uh, and over time, aging is another stressor. Uh, overweight, being overweight, is another stressor. Uh, the body's repair mechanisms are faulty. So, think of your garbage bin in your house. If you're not cleaning it out, your house will not smell well, right? So, that's exactly what's happening in the cells. Uh, the, the, this, the process of cleaning out the waste slows down. And so, this molecule actually revs up a process we call mitophagy, which is this. Uh, cellular garbage disposal and repair and machinery inside the mitochondria. And that basically leads to superior mitochondrial health and youthful mitochondria. Mm.
0: So the more that this garbage, sewerage, dump system, the 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 city's dump trucks aren't running mm-hmm. around cleaning, the more that the mm-hmm. mitochondria is affected and, and all of that garbage is building up. And that's affecting overall our energy, which is affecting our muscle strength, Correct.
1: Absolutely, I, the analogy I give is like a Pac-Man game. If you, if everybody remembers how, you know, there's a lot of uh, dots, mm-hmm. and and if your Pac-Man is going very slow and not cleaning all the dots, uh, then you've you've got a problem. And that's exactly the kind of thing that happens in our in our in our mitochondria and in our cells. Uh, the the garbage disposal machinery just slows down. The trucks don't show up, uh, and, and that leads to a lot of waste accumulation. And so there is basically no more a time where you have healthy mitochondria and that's happens with aging so in a sedentary 75 year old that's exactly what's happening your mitochondria are you have more bad mitochondria than good mitochondria Mm. but if you clean the waste out then the new ones have a chance Mm. to give you more energy
0: and 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 how does mitochondria overall play its role in longevity of us just living Mm -hmm. longer is there a direct connection there
1: absolutely absolutely so There have been a lot of studies done, and and the biggest one was done actually by the National Institute of Aging in the U.S., Uh, tens of thousands of uh, older adults uh, who had, uh, basically, they looked at folks, and we've done those studies ourselves. We've actually taken a look at 70 to 75-year-olds who have been training for half marathons almost all their life, uh, and we've compared them to 70, 75-year-olds who live a very sedentary lifestyle almost all their life are not moving very well when they're 70 um and and we've basically gone in uh and asked the question how do their mitochondria look and we've published this in in really the top journals what you see everything points down to mitochondria health and the muscle the and and that's what we call energetic so if your muscle doesn't have good energy uh you won't function well you won't move well and you won't be able to exercise well Mm. that's exactly the role mitochondria have
0: but we call it I'm just aging, I'm getting old. and we sort of just subscribe to not our mitochondria being at its poor declining shape. We just say I'm getting old. but but we're learning that we actually have the power to, to change that, which is really, really beautiful. Um, in the hu- you've done human trials now on on, on A, and and we saw some sh- not only just more endurance, but better strength in muscles, correct?
1: Yeah, so we've done uh, randomized uh, placebo-controlled trials, a a number of them. Uh, First one we we did was uh, published in Nature Metabolism, which is probably one of the top metabolism journals out there. And there we gave a short short, uh, duration of four weeks. So in four weeks, uh, the way you look at mitochondrial health is primarily two ways. You either take a little blood draw and you look at mitochondrial biomarkers, or you take chunks of muscle tissue with, with a process called called biopsy, uh, muscle biopsy. And when we look at the muscle biopsies, the mitochondria started looking well in these 70, 75-year-old, I was mentioning the sedentary folks. And then we did longer trials in, in the older adults uh, for four months, where we start to see a really significant boost in resistance to fatigue, so people have more energy to keep doing a certain task longer, which is what you want yeah. if you're 75, 80 years old. And then we went a bit younger in the 40 and 50-year-olds uh, because we, we think that we can change the paradigm that you can actively uh, impact your health early on rather than wait for the extreme uh, 70, 80 when your function is declining. And even there in 40, 50-year-olds, we saw about a 10% improvement in strength. Wow. Uh, now we are going after elite athletes even who are very young, 20, 30s. Uh, because even with overtraining, your mitochondria start to get stressed. And so uh, we, we've done a number of trials, and yeah, the same data.
0: Interesting. So you, you had mentioned in uh, the natural process of our mitochondria, sort of just like slowing down. Does that happen at a certain age?
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of research. Uh, um, muscle function typically starts declining about 10% every decade, starting from our third decade of life. And if you were to look at mitochondrial function, it would probably mimic that decline. Uh, so that starts happening. Now, in the field, there are something we call as the hallmarks of aging. So in our probably a third, fourth decade after, uh, we all um, get more inflamed. Uh, that's something that happens. Our gut microbiome changes. Uh, we get uh, our mitochondria, as we have been talking about, don't look too good, and then we don't absorb nutrients very well, and, and, and so. One of the things that have been become very clear over time is that actually one of the pathways that is amenable to interventions is the mitochondrial uh, pathway, uh, one of the key hallmarks of aging. And so, yeah, we 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 think that by improving mitochondrial health, you can really improve health span—not just of muscle, but brain, immune, all kinds of cells that have mitochondria.
0: Right. It, the muscle uh, you mentioned, the brain, are those uh, tissues that are more dense with mitochondria, more active. Yeah. Right. So so then it would stand to believe the more that we even, I, I, I'm sure that as the studies come out, you do some more brain studies, it's going to be similar because it's affecting mitochondria overall, correct?
1: You, you absolutely got it 200% correct. So uh, when we, you know, we are a small uh, research focused company and, and it, research is two words I always say, reinsert. You always need to keep building and searching and validating your results.
0: All right, let's face it, with all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's Liver Detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digestive tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. Organifi's liver detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trafalia, an ancient ayurvedic formula. Packed with antioxidants that have been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic. One of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's Liver Detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver. If you want to experience the energy-boosting, liver-supporting effects of this fantastic formula head to organifyshop.com and use the code drg for 20 percent off that is o-r-g-a-n-i-f-i shop.com slash drg
1: and so while we have published the data on muscle a lot of really top professors uh, around the world harvard and national institute of aging have started looking at the brain uh, and they um, basically, in the national Institute of aging um they looked at thousands of compounds that could have an impact on uh, on brain aging and the top one turned out to be mm-hmm. Uh and they even found in alzheimer's disease patients that mitophagy was really uh turned off so uh, yeah eventually I think we, we we are headed in the direction of doing more research clinical research now on, on brain health and other uh even immune health
0: fantastic stuff now now when i we, i mentioned might appear and this is the the product that I, you know, I, I only take really, I try to keep it under four or five supplements a day, like different types of, I'll always take magnesium. I love magnesium. That works for me. I go to sleep. I go to bathroom. I am good with magnesium. But uh, yeah, no, Mitopura is is always there. And I'm very active. I box. Uh, I'll, I'll do yoga. I, I, I run around town doing all this work and everything. You know how it is. The brain is needing all of this. And there's a definitely a different, you feel it. You feel it. And the way I say it is not like a coffee, like up and down, you feel it. It's just sustained. I can tell when I'm on it. So can I just eat 50, not 50, but a bunch of pomegranates and get the same dose? Or what's what's is there a concentrated dose? Is there a level? Is there a breaking point, a threshold that you go, this is the dose that we see is the best?
1: Yeah. So- the trick with pomegranates is, as I mentioned, you, you you need to eat a lot. So f- probably you'll need to drink what I, from our research, we see is you need to drink six glasses of pomegranate juice, each glass being four pomegranates equivalent of juicing. So you will need to have like twenty-four pomegranates. A lot of sugar to get to. Uh, it's a lot of sugar, and then it's a it's a, an inefficient process in in, in nature because. Uh, a lot of us have lost the, the beautiful gut microbiome uh, that, that you know, probably we had, I, and I've tested myself. We've actually even developed a, a very simple uh, um, blood prick test from your few drops of blood. We can tell if your body is actually naturally making it. And then you can even decide to titrate the dose if you want. My body doesn't make it. So I can actually drink six glasses of juice. My body will make zero wow. relitinase. Wow. So, so that, It boils down probably to my early years uh, growing up uh, in India where I first trained as a doctor. A lot of antibiotic uh, use. So probably that just knocked my gut microbiome forever. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, same. So so for folks, I have a feeling I'm the same with you because I took a lot of antibiotics as a kid. Uh, it, there's So 1,500, 1,000, is this what we, we look for? I know because the, the mitopure capsules have a certain dose. Yeah. Is there a reason for that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so the dosing we have looked and the dosing we have the best data is is, is the 500 and the 1,000. So at 500 is good to start seeing effects on muscle strength um, and improving mitochondrial health. The gram, uh, I always... Up to a gram because I know my body doesn't make it, and and, and so I, I need to start with years of, let's say, poor mitochondria probably because my body never made this molecule, um, and, and what we do see with the gram is additional impact on things like improved uh, VO two, uh, for example, VO two max is this readout people have, uh, do an endurance. We see uh, inflammation go down, so we measure a lot of uh, markers in the in, in the clinic called something like C-reactive protein, which is a very potent marker of how inflamed your body is, and we see that going down. So, yeah, these are the two do- uh, doses that I recommend. If you go beyond, I think you pro- probably hit a ceiling after a gram mm. uh, and, and plateau the effect. Uh, um, so, yeah. So,
0: so and and I've recommended it already. I've, I mean, I put it a lot of my stories because I talk about from the aspect of the not only just longevity and feeling good in your body, but the athleticism part. And I say, especially around if you're 30, even before, but it, right around 30, you you need to understand what's happening with your muscles and you need to understand what's happening with your mitochondria. So we have to start supporting ourselves without fail. Now, uh, is there a way to To take this urolithin A through mitopure do we do we take it before the workout, after the workout uh, during the middle of the workout? What, have you found that there's a, a right way to do it or it's just getting it in your body?
1: All our trials are uh, with the subjects and participants taking it first thing in the morning on the fastest date. Uh, and, and the reason has been uh, well, we have studied it with or with food or without food and and the absorption is same. But it's just uh, sort of additive, right? Overnight fasting is already triggering autophagy, which is a global clearing of the waste inside your cell. And, and uh, then with your A mitopure, uh, you go in and you trigger mitophagy in, in sort of in, in, in sync. And so that's probably um, where we see the most potent data. That's what I do. But I think uh, we've seen uh, that folks. Uh, Uh, split the dose those who take a gram take 500 in the morning 500 uh, in in the late afternoon evening so you're probably probably getting two peaks in the blood which is probably even better Um, in terms of recovery uh you know the way i see it this postbiotic is sort of the foundation of everything that you stack on right so you mentioned magnesium so this is taking care of your cellular health. Now, uh, when your cellular health is, is good, then you're probably more responsive to even other nutrients that you are supplementing with. So, uh, our recent study in athletes, uh, and, and from what we are hearing, much like you were saying, it works great. Uh, during and after workout. So a lot of people uh, tell us that uh, they feel less soreness and they recover much faster Mm -hmm. after an intensive bout of exercise.
0: Yeah, very, very important. And it's so funny because we talk about, okay, how do we take care of ourselves as we get older? And you guys had put out something to market that is really, really, really powerful, easy to take. You don't need to take six, eight of these a day. You know, There's some some products that are like that, it's really easy. so you talked about also reducing inflammatory markers crp mm-hmm. which is which is mm-hmm. i mean we talk about inflammation being at the at the head at the fountainhead of so many diseases so yeah. so we're we're going from the cellular health making sure it's robust and healthy and then turning down that dial of inflammation in the body so we would expect over time to see some really good healing happening and i know you know you haven't studied the disease states but just theoretically, as we see what it's creating in the body, it's really powerful to think that the healing can come just from cellular and mitochondrial health.
1: Yeah. you know, And, and that's been the sort of Eureka moment for us. Uh, you know, we, we didn't put out the product until 15 years. We were convinced that this molecule had what it took um, to, to change people's health, uh, you know, and, and that's sort of the the satisfaction as a as a trained clinician and now as a, a physician scientist I get you know uh, as a doctor I used to see 10 patients a day now with my work I can impact hundreds and thousands right. of folks around uh, and and the eureka moment is basically what you said uh, that mitochondrial health is such a key pillar of, of human health span um, and you need to be proactive and you need to Start thinking about it in your 30s and 40s.
0: Right now is the time. And the viewers and listeners, we're around that age group, even younger. Now is the time to start thinking about it. You don't want to wait till you're older. So now we have something right here in the market that is reducing inflammation, that is creating more robust, healthy cells, cleaning out all the debris and the garbage of the mitochondria, making sure it's running and, and helping, giving us energy, athleticism. It's, I mean, are we talking about like right here, like the fa- the fountainhead? Did we, did we discover the fountainhead over here? This, cause this is, this is exciting stuff. I feel really good just having this show and talking about it, bringing it to the audience.
1: Well, this is, again, uh, I, I don't want to say that this is a magic pill, right? right? It takes right. time. Uh, it, 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 it does need time to, to clean out years of sort of, uh, for example, if you're, um, I'm a weekend warrior so I, I get to exercise only on the weekend um, and, and when I do I take you know now as I age I feel that uh, recovery is uh, it, taking longer and on my repair, I actually feel now that I can recover faster so yeah. it's something that you, you diet and exercise is something two pillars that you always need now the third pillar is really cellular health, and that's one of the tools you have now is is MidoPure to, to
0: tackle it. I love it, Doc. Thank you so much. Is uh, Where can we find out more information about all of this? If people want to even see the research, where do we go?
1: Yeah, sure. People can uh, go to, if they want to uh, look at our products, and we have different product formats, uh, both that fit in with your lifestyle and the food and Sort of journey, that, and then we have the, the dietary supplements that you can take, very calibrated doses. So people can go on timeline nutrition.com and and see a lot of these products. Uh, and if they want to learn more about the science, they can go to mitopure.com. Uh, that's where all our blogs and our research papers are discussed.
0: All you research heads out there, I know that you want to check it out. That's where you're going to go learn more about it. Uh, and I talk about it on the show. We got the code for it. So, doc. You know, I, I don't know what time it is out by you, but it looks like it's nighttime. So we got to get you some good sleep. So, you know, you're, you're a weekend warrior here. We got to get you good rest. So thank you for mm-hmm. coming on the show. I appreciate you, your knowledge, your research, what you're putting out in the world, the intentionality behind it. I see it. And thank yeah. you so much for coming on the show.
1: It was an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having
0: me. All right, brother.